everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the somewhat not-so-great act of writing and tries to take it easy. I am Mary Mascari. And I'm Melissa Long. Before I start into our topic, I am now remembering, hey guys, we're on social media. Wasn't that a surprise? Everyone's on social media, but so are we. Um, we are Writing Easy podcast pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, definitely check us out. We do a lot of stuff that's different from the podcast on there. Some extra content. So we'd love to engage with you, talk to you, learn all of your secrets. Uh, <laughs> share, us, share us feedback on the socials. We are there and ready to engage. So uh, we are continuing our series on Pixar's 22 Rules of Storytelling, Not in Order. This week, we are talking about number 20, and this one proposes an exercise. The exercise it proposes is, take the building blocks of a movie you dislike. How do you rearrange them into what you do like? I do this all the time. So, Melissa, what, uh, what book, or what book, what uh, movie, or whatever, do you, do you, would you take apart? Oh, I take apart so many. <laughs> so many. Because I feel like it's I'm much more likely to dislike something than to like something. It's easier, isn't it? It's man, so oh much man. easier. <laughs> and you get to feel smart, too. That's mm -hmm. always nice. Often, you know, though, I find myself uh, doing this more and more. The more I learn and understand the craft of, of screenwriting and filmmaking, the more like I'm sitting and just watching something with family or friends and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, they shouldn't have done that or why mm -hmm. did they do this? Or, um, you know, they're revealing too much information. But rarely do I stop and deliberately say, I didn't like this movie, other people did, or I didn't like this TV show, other people do, why don't I like it? Or mm -hmm. what would have to be different for me to really love this story or this um, this work. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't, I, I think the biggest ones that I often come back to um, as my go-to are uh, like, I started out a big fan. I'm going to confess right here, live, real time. All right. I was a big fan of Twilight. Oh my God. Um, when it first came out, I read it like maybe a year after the second book came out. So before the mm -hmm. movie hype had started, um, read it very fast, went back, read the first, read the third one when it came right out. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking about it. And I was like, it's great. It's like Harry Potter meets this meets that. And it's like, it's so much fun. It's very addictive. Yeah. And I look back on those pages, like I wrote it on my blog. Like, I love this. I can't wait for the movie. And I look back at those and I'm like, oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe that I was so obsessed. No, you have to own it. You are no, you can't be embarrassed. I was, I was, I'm very embarrassed. But at the same time, um, I still like the novels. They're not the most well written. Yeah. Um, but in taking apart both the novels and the films, there are very specific choices that they made with those films that I just totally and completely disagree with. And I think if I had made that film, it would be a very different product um yeah. from the casting to the um elements that they chose to keep in the story and the things that they took out um to the way it was filmed and yeah. the special effects and the lack thereof like so yeah so it's helpful for me when i'm thinking about what do i want in my own products um like my own stories my own novels my own scripts to make sure that they 
don't turn into that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's It's been a good sort of guiding light or a temperature pulse check when I'm writing. Like, do I have enough description? Do I have enough story so that if I sold this and somebody mm -hmm. took on the production of it, it wouldn't, the vision and the essence of what I'm trying to do has to remain intact. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. I hadn't, I hadn't taken that angle to think about, well, when this is in its final state, which is not the state I'm writing, just what's so crazy about screenwriting, playwriting, all that dramatic writing, is that what you what you're you're not making the final product, you're starting the project, which is wild. Yeah. Whereas with fiction prose, you know, you are that's it, you're making the thing. Yep. But since since the rule talked about movies, I have two movies that come to mind. The first, as a Star Wars fan, as I have to talk about the the prequels, the prequel trilogy, and why I didn't like it. I have written I have, somewhere there's a blog post of, of my theory of it, but I think it was very educational for me to break it down and say, okay, what? What is it? What's wrong with this? And not in a not in a shitting on it kind of way. Not in a oh look how much smarter I am. I have figured it out because yeah. you know Monday morning quarterback. It's like yeah, it's great for me to sit here and say here's how I'd make the movie. You know, but I haven't. So what are you going to do? Um, that the people who had, you know, made those movies for good or for ill are still way ahead of me in that realm. And, you know, and I have respect for the hard work that they put in. But I think what what I what, what I do from this, I learn and say, OK, I reacted badly to this. Why? What was that? You know, just learning from yourself. It's not a question of poo-pooing other people, which is always a bad idea, because once you get in the habit of poo-pooing other people, all of a sudden somehow you're poo-pooing yourself too, and then your critic just, you know, you've just fed your critic into a huge giant monster, and then you know, don't be surprised when it turns on you as well. But I think it is good to, you know, just examine yourself, think about it, and say, okay, why was I frustrated with? with this why didn't I like it and you know it's things like oh you know what it wasn't funny there was no you know there was no Han Solo there was no um smart ass stuff it was all Luke you know sort of thing that sort of earnest you know serious thing and there was no uh there's no 3PO silliness and that's important to me and also yeah. it would be better if he, the higher ground thing was bullshit but we know that yeah <laughs> I mean I think this is important too because we all like and dislike different things. And so mm -hmm. similar to what we talked about in the last episode, it's important for you to understand that everybody's not going to like your work. You know who your audience is. You know what mm -hmm. you're trying to say and do um, and that you be true to that. Yeah. And a good way to learn, just like in the last episode, we talked about learning kind of who you are, what what's important to you by what you like. You can also do that by what you don't like. And again, it's not you're not pooping on the work itself. You're just trying things to go, you know what? I'm not a fan of that sort of thing. It's just not my deal. And, you know, it's actually kind of good to know that. Like, okay, no, nope, this isn't my thing. Horror movies, not my thing. I'm sure they're well done. I think about, I talk about it like, um, like coffee. Like I, like if someone said, oh, this is an amazing cup of coffee. I'm like, I wouldn't know. I don't like coffee. So yeah. for me, there is no really good cup of coffee. But that doesn't mean that the coffee isn't good. It just means that I don't like it. So, but then I go, okay, well, what don't I like? Well, it's a little bitter, isn't it? Mm, all right. Well, I don't like the bitterness. So, you know what I'm going to have instead? I'm going to have chai, which is super duper duper sweet. And I will drink that in gallons. And yeah, all right, we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think this is important too, because sometimes I've found that 
I love an author. I love a writer. I love a TV show. And there is one particular book or one particular season where I am like, oh, I cannot stand that season or I cannot stand that storyline or I cannot um, stand that book. Season seven, Buffy. Oh, what? oh yes. Season seven. Like, <laughs> and um, so I find this exercise really helpful to do with those situations as well. Um, there was a I read Charlene Harris. I read all of her books, mm-hmm. loved um, the books that the True Blood series was based off of the Suki Sack, Suki Stackhouse um, series. Yeah, there Suki is Stackhouse series. Yes, yeah, Suki Stackhouse. Suki. <laughs> anyway, love those books. There is one particular book in that series of I don't know. There's maybe 10 books or so a bunch. Yeah. Um, that I absolutely could not stand. And I almost stopped reading the series because I was like, oh, she's lost it. She's lost her touch. This is not mm-hmm. where I want to go. I think it, it might have been the introduction of the fairies. I don't know. There was just something about that particular book that mm-hmm. I did not like. And I am so glad that I did not stop reading yeah. because the books following that got better. And it's a reminder to me that you can always be a brilliant writer and still create a product that people don't like. And that's okay. Like, it's not going to destroy you. And, you know. And it wasn't that that was a bad book. It just wasn't it your just book. Wasn't it wasn't a book a, that wasn't you book. liked. Yes. Yeah. Sir Charlene was like, this is fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about. And Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and me and, like, my younger years, I would have been, I probably said this, was like, oh, well, like, she sold out or she did this or. Yeah. Um, you know, she didn't have time to workshop this or whatever it was. Like, there was probably some very, like, egotistical, like, blowing off of this, like, book that was probably a lot of work for her to produce. And she felt like this is the story I want to tell. And it just didn't connect with me. And that's okay. Yeah. And that it's, that's a better way of looking at it. Because you can get into that place of very negativity you know just like and i'm i kind of keep saying this over and over because that's makes me really nervous because i tend to do that it's really feels good to be like you know well they don't do it right i know the right thing you know that that feels great so yeah i'm actually doing that right now i'm reading a series of books um i'm plowing through the series uh the author's jeff wheeler and there is great it's such the world is amazing and i love the characters and i'm going through it and there's just a part right now where the bad guys it's he's just doing dramatic irony right the bad guys are tricking the good guys and i know that the bad guys are tricking the good guys and the good guys don't know yet and it drives me up a wall and it's just me i mean it's not the book being bad but i'm but i'm just i'm skimming through that part because it just i hate it it's like no i don't want my heroes to be tricked i want to be tricked too and then i feel you know like i don't mind them being tricked i just i don't want to be in on it yeah it just irritates me but yeah that's just that's just me it's important to know the difference between here's my preference, here is my style, and the reason I don't like it is it's just I don't do coffee. That's story coffee. I'm trying to remember. There are some – what is the Harry Potter book with um, Dumbledore's army? The pres- – no. Half, no. I think it's Half-Blood Prince, isn't it? Half-Blood Prince. Is that the one with the lady in pink? I'm like totally oh failing. Yeah, no, I think it is Half Blood Prince. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, that woman, Dolores Umbridge. I have never been more angry at a human being. That, it was so painful to get through that book. I like really, when I first read it, hated that book. I like still have trouble like yeah. getting through that. And I think even Harry, like, I think 
God, if you would just like talk to people and stop being like a typical yeah. teenage boy. Like, but then I'm like, now that I've had a chance, to, <laughs> to, yeah, like, you're like cool. Yeah, except that he's a total teenage boy. Yeah, right. it's so well written. Like that's to the T of like yeah. the kind of of character it's he would stupid be. Stupid nonsense. It's still frustrating. Yeah, it's still frustrating to read. And so, but I think going through this exercise of like, oh, why didn't I like that book as much, and mm-hmm. what what was it about? that character and that situation and that plot that makes me like that book the least out of all Mm -hmm. of the books. It's like if you're um, a chef, you have to taste a lot of food, right? You eat a lot of things and you learn what you don't like and what you do like, and that's the food that you're going to cook. Exactly. Also, The Lion King is fundamentally flawed story-wise, but we won't go into that. We can if we want to, but... There's no second act. There's no second act in the book, in the story. There was no second act. The third act, this inciting incident is really in the third act. Yeah. Nala comes back. That's the inciting incident. All the other stuff is backstory. It's got some very emotional sections and some amazing music, but it, it the structure is wrong. Mark my words. Does that and mean you've seen the new uh, live-action version? or you I haven't yet, it? no. And from what I understand, it's exactly the same. Just it I think exactly there's one more song and it's different voices. Yeah. So, and it's a story that frustrates me. Although I, I like the voice casting. I just, I haven't seen it yet. They're just, they're doing live actions of everything, I think, now. That's just what they're doing. It's a little weird. I don't, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not really attracted to the live action versions. I'm like, why? Like, why? I, have, I haven't seen any of them. Because I like the animated version so much. It's like, what? New generation. New generation. They want things different. It's probably kids who have never seen the animated. These kids today, I swear, get off my lawn. (laughs) Get off my lawn. (laughs) With your live action. Back in my day, they had to draw it and we saw it. CGI. (laughs) Ma. Anyway. And yeah, are you saying that if your thing is not to have three acts, <laughs> that you can do that and be successful? Is that well, I mean, like- honestly, <laughs> clearly Disney is crying, right? They're just like, oh, thanks, Mary. I'm so glad you've pointed that out because we were struggling with our, you know, wildly successful movie and pl- and uh, musical and musical. now another movie. You know, it's like, don't give a crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what I think. But I know. And that's, you know, and so then... I, a, besides just ranting to people who will listen, uh, it also helps me understand, okay, let's look at this. What is an inciting incident to me? What, Why did that feel unsatisfying to me? Okay, well, what can I do in my work to make sure I don't do that? All right, well, here's my pet peeve then. All if right. you are writing a trilogy, it should be three books. Do not add a fourth book for the money or the sales or whatever. They are always, always, always horrible and unnecessary and do not do it. That There you go. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Jacqueline Carey, I can't think of the name of the series, but uh, they're all really good. But she does a really good job. There's three stories, and that is it. And then she tells three more stories from another character's point of view, another part of the world, which is great. You know, so she still has the world building, but it's three books and done. And I, I respect that a lot. And there's yeah, only so yeah. much you can do. Like, what is happening? Like, it's like Midsummer Murders. Do you know that, that show? No. Um it's a it's a BBC show from or British TV show from the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's it's all these and it's these little cozy mysteries but it's supposed to be this one little area in England 
where, you know, like literally half the population is dead. Like there's just so many murders because it's a show went on for so long with so many like like my god just don't go there everyone's yeah, but dying why would you live there don't do it <laughs> run unless you're a cop but uh all right well now i think we there's no other problems we have with anyone else's uh work everything's great yes <laughs> um so i think we should wrap it up um i think we've covered you know plumbed the depths of this one as well so um unless you got anything else to add i don't i'm good we're good all right let's call it hey everybody thanks for listening Remember, writing is hard. So take it easy. I am Mary Mascari. And I'm Melissa Long. See you later, guys. Bye.